Welcome to the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. Now, I'm your host, Nathan, and, well, you know, it's kind of crazy, you know, especially with this year. And a matter of fact, of at the same time, coming up on the 50th episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. And you're wondering, what kind of episode to have to commemorate such a milestone? 50 episodes of the Industry Horror Coffee Cast. Though Spotify will be saying, hey, this is the 67th episode. A lot of the episodes were either more than one part or bonus episodes, I consider. But no, we are coming up on the 50th episode of the Industry Horror Coffee Cast, and it's a really tough decision on which one to pick. It might even come to the point that, you know, for such a bizarre year... What's a more bizarre movie than a place-kicking mule? That's right, the movie that... (laughs) The review that most likely might happen, but... I don't want it to be the 50th episode. But consider it being a future... Industry or Coffin Cast episode. Or heck, you might get it in the new year. Because, my goodness, that was such a campy movie, and I enjoyed every single minute of it. Oh my gosh. I mean, you have Ed Asner being the owner of the team, and then you have Don Knotts playing as the coach. And... At first, when you start watching the movie, you're just like, I'm confused. Did I come across the wrong movie going into a Yugoslavian mule trying out to help Yugoslavia win the World Cup somehow? And you realize, nope, this is the exact movie that you're watching. And by the way, you know, seeing the difference of having... You know, seeing all the credits in the opening. Because remember, this is a 1970s movie. So at that time, they had all the opening... They had the credits as part of the opening of a movie instead of at the end of a movie. And the way that they had it set, my goodness, I was busting a gut. Almost felt like a donkey kicked right into my stomach, busting... Bust... Gut busting laughter to the point that I cannot even coherent words anymore. And that was just only the beginning of the movie. Of course it's it's just what you think the you know the plot is going to go. Of course you have two two people that are just you know, and there's a middle of a bat saying, Oh, I think I... You know what? Well, I think I can lead this team to seven wins. You know, and... Then, like, you have the other person that's like... His name is Charlie. And, like, you know... If you win the Super Bowl... If you lead this team to the Super Bowl and win... You get to keep the team. But if you don't even get to the... If you don't win the Super Bowl with this team... 
I get the team, you know. And they make a wager and everything, and and some of the clever ways to the point they ended up hiring some, a trial ended up hiring some criminals to do some pretty clever stuff. To be honest, you know, plot wise, uh, you know, plot wise, uh, uh, misdirection, uh, making the holder uh, think that you know there was something wrong with his. All of a sudden, uh, love interest, to be honest. I mean, as soon as I saw the character Debbie, I knew that she was going to end up being a love interest. And then I think even Dick Buckus was in this movie as well. And he does a... All he just does is just be Dick Buckus, I guess. You know, acting like a disgruntled, uh, you know, linebacker. You know, and it makes it kind of, in a way, part of a love triangle. You know, between him and Debbie and and the holder. A place-kicking mule. Yep, only in 2020 I would ever watch that type of movie. Oh, man. I actually do have a friend named Gus. Oh, man. I think I have an idea for a birthday card. <laughs> for next year. <laughs> oh, wait. No, he doesn't work for Disney. Darn it. That would have been so funny. Oh, well. Anywho, let me get back to the review. So... Basically, misdirection. These uh, guys are doing everything they can to sabotage, so that way Charlie ends up being the new owner of of this made-up NFL team that is the California Adams. And of course, during the end, they have it be a scenario where it's like, oh, well, we're we're gonna throw a little bit of a twist here. Uh, you know, I'm gonna get. I mean, I don't think I really need to say spoiler ahead, but if I need to, if anyone was curious about actually watching a a place kicking mule, um. Uh, spoiler ahead, I guess. So, near the end, they have it turn out to be that, you know... You know, with some shenanigans, uh, they, the criminals almost successfully do it. Until, of course, uh, the hoarder's like, Hey, wait a minute, this isn't our mule. By the way, I have to say, Ed Asner... Does a fantastic job in this movie. I don't think he really needed a lot of acting. I mean, all you had to tell him for motivation, you told them, okay, Ed Asner, you have acted in some pretty good movies, you know, and um, now we're gonna put you in a movie about place kicking mule. What? What do you mean I'm in? And just just give him like a cigar. Like, what do you mean I'm in a movie about place kicking mule? I wouldn't put it past it if that's how they got him to get all angry. 
This movie is campy, cheesy, as I said, I enjoyed every single minute of it. But it's one of those movies you're just like, I enjoyed it, but I don't want to watch that maybe ever again. But unless if you're with a group of, friend, group of friends and it's a rainy day or something and you're like, do you want to riff a movie? You can riff through this movie and come with some hilarious stuff. <laughs> That's the type of movie that Disney's Gus is. And no, I have to tell people I'm very sorry to all you Recess fans. This is not about the character Gus. This is not a centralized movie about Disney's recess, Gus. I've been watching a whole lot of Disney, and I realized the reason why I liked Disney, you know, throughout the years, because they pretty much, majority of the time, they make movies that I, with the type that I enjoy. Animation, sports, and yes, I'm willing to admit, I even like a musical if it's done very well. No wonder I liked Disney all these years. The three years. Animation, sports... Musicals. So, if you enjoy a lot of pratfalls or a lot of physical comedy, this movie might be right up your alley. You don't really need to be a fan of football. To be honest, you don't really need to be a fan of football. You don't really need to be a fan of sports. If you just like, hey, I enjoy a kick, a place-kicking mule, and you laugh at that, this movie is for you. By the way, they also have Johnny Unitas, and by golly, I enjoy the jokes in, up in the booth. Even near the end, they had this, oh my gosh, they had it to the point that even the announcer just picked the worst time to not be able to even speak. And so Johnny Unitas gets back at him for all the time throughout the movie where he didn't even let him say a single word. Oh my gosh, it was mwah, chef's kiss. Mm. Just chef's kiss. Mwah. It's kind of really hard to give it a rating because I mostly enjoy this movie for mostly all the wrong reasons, to be honest. It's actually not that bad of a movie. 
But at the same time, it's one of those... You don't really need to follow the plot. It's right in front of you. It's a place-kicking mule. Ooh, uh, it's a mule that's trying to be an NFL kicker. You know what? What else do you need? You know? And... Well, you need Ed Asner. To be honest, if you ended up having... There is no way that anyone else could have pulled off, you know, with a, you know, being the owner of a lousy football team, but having Ed Asner. There might have been quite a few other comedic actors, but not a, but probably not able to pull it off as well as Ed Asner does in this movie. To be honest, I'll, I'll give this uh, benefit of the doubt. However, <laughs> I give this two and a half. Two and a half footballs. Or heck, two and a half mule shoes out of five. Now let's go with football. Two and a half footballs out of five. Thank you all for listening to the Industry Horror Coffee Cast. I really do appreciate all you industry horror here, some casual listeners out there. So, the 50th episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast will most likely either be an animation that just so happened to have a mention of, of a person on a spectrum that's known as Asperger's. And no, it's not South Park, but that, that is a good guess. But no, I meant an animation movie that's most likely... Looks more of stop motion, a uh, movie that is Marion Max, or uh, the documentary around and you know how this person used Disney movies and was able to communicate, you know, with people in this world. That's known as life animated. So it's really hard to pick, you know, which ones, but we'll see. Thank you all for listening. So until next time.